following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. It's a Moneyline Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. And right now, everyone on the DraftKings Sportsbook app can get boosted winnings with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays with DraftKings' biggest payouts ever. So why bet on the NBA anywhere else? Bet on the Pistons or your favorite NBA team throughout the season. And right now, get that stepped-up same-game parlay boost up to 100%. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and always use that promo code HUGE when you sign up. It is a Moneyline Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. You ready? Now, let's go to the Auto Value Bumper to Bumper Parts Studio with the huge one, Bill Simon. What's up, Michigan? It's our number three on a Moneyline Monday. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. First two hours were full of opinions and conversation regarding not the game Saturday night at the big house between Michigan State and Michigan. Wolverines, a workmanlike performance, kind of a boring game, to be honest. It was afterwards in the tunnel, and now new video is coming out. I'm amazed at how people will take video and not help somebody getting beat up. That's America today, though. Latest video from ESPN was posted by Brad Galley of ABC TV7 in Detroit. I have that up right now. Add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. We're also asking the audience, from what you've seen of the video, of the situation, how do you feel about it? We had Jim Comperoni from SpartanMag.com on earlier. Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com. If you miss those interviews, they're up in the podcast section right now. Wherever you download podcasts, Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more, just search The Healed Show. It's a split decision like everything involving Michigan or Michigan State, right? We see things differently, hear things differently, have a opinion that remains part of the pack rather than having our own opinions. But that's America today. So I'm asking you to join in with your thoughts on what you've seen the video. Unless you were there. That would be a player coach or media or you're part of the geriatric security force for the big house, the GSF. But to do that, you got to wear the pens, drink prune shakes, and you got to go to bed at eight. One eight six six eight three eight four eight four three. That's one eight six eight. Get away from that kid! I'm going to beat you with my cane. One eight six six eight three eight four eight four three. That's one eight six six eight three eight. Huge ad, huge show on Twitter. The huge show. 
on Facebook and also opt in on that huge text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. All of our social network interactions are presented by the Denver Nuggets G League team, the Grand Rapids Gold, who now call Van Andel Arena home. First home game is Thursday night, November 10th. They do have a free open practice for the public. You're welcome inside Van Andel Arena tomorrow, 5 p.m., hour of practice and a two-quarter scrimmage and then an autograph session with the players and coaches. That is tomorrow night at Van Andel Arena in downtown GR with the Grand Rapids Gold. Free to get in. It begins at 5 p.m. I'll have the audio from Jim Harbaugh in his press conference earlier this afternoon about what went down Saturday night. Also comments from Mel Tucker in East Lansing at his weekly get-together with the media. I do want to grab some of the callers who have been holding on. Rodney and Kalamazoo listening on 96.1 The Game out of Grand Rapids. You're on the Huge Show. Hey, how you doing? Hey, Rod. Um, my my take is it's horrible. I've been in that tunnel. I was in the Michigan band. Like, it's a small area. There's there's just interaction. There's no way you can keep the two teams apart. But, you know, I had the same take after the Penn State game. You know, if I were James Franklin, I'd be talking about the tunnel, too, because I'd much rather talk about that than how badly my team got beat. And I'm not saying that Mel Tucker is doing that, but everyone's talking about the incident in the tunnel and not talking about what happened on the field, which is unfortunately the real story of, of Saturday night. Um, Michigan Michigan is dominant, you know, on both sides of the ball, and they really pushed Michigan State around. It took a while for the score to get, you know, to kind of show that, but you know, to me, that's the story and not what happened in the tunnel. All right, well, thank you, Rodney. And I agree, Michigan. As long as they can pound the rock with Corum and Edwards. They don't have to show the flash down the field. Settling for field goals and the slow starts in the first halves since Big Ten play started would be my only flags regarding Michigan football. If they can run like that against Ohio State, they will win in Columbus. And as Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com said earlier, I think their toughest game remaining before the Buckeyes is Illinois because they play smash-mouth football, but I think Michigan's defense should be fine there. Their O-line and D-lines have been fantastic. And it's almost like Harbaugh feels them out in the first half and then they turn it on and they've done that, the same M.O. every single Big Ten game. If they can continue that line play, that will be a late fourth quarter game in Columbus. And Ohio State's offense, you what? Penn State was pushing them around. I don't know why Penn State backed off on the pressure. They got the lead, and they back off, and boom, 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 boom. Here come the Buckeyes. No, you can't give C.J. Stroud time to throw. You just can't do that. Let's go to Madden Cadillac in northern Michigan, listening on 93.7 FM, the ticket you hear. Cadillac to Traverse City. You're on the Huge Show. Hi, Huge. Just a long-time, first-time caller. Um, I just I heard a few calls from the Michigan State enthusiast, and – you know what? Things that happened 100 years ago, 50 years ago, with the Michigan blocking them from being in the Big Ten, doesn't have anything to do with what happened on Saturday. You know, um, politics shouldn't play any part in sports. And when when people are getting beat up in the tunnel, um, we should people should be held accountable. And I, I'm just appalled at some of the callers that are trying to justify what happened. Well, I appreciate the call in Cadillac. Thank you for listening on 93.7 FM, great radio station. 
Cadillac to Traverse City if you're traveling north. The blame goes on the players who decided to pile on one player and the player or players who took the helmet off and whacked the Michigan player in the face. That's the blame. That's the only spot it should go. Josh and Midland listening on 100.9 FM on the east side of the state. You're on the Huge Show. Huge. Love your show. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate you listening. I just got to tell you, uh, I'm a lifelong Spartan fan, but that really doesn't matter at this point. Uh, You know, uh, I think that most of the fan base, of the true fan base, only has two concerns at this point. It's the the wellness of this young man that got brutally attacked um, and that the players that are responsible for this attack are held to the full suspend of the law and are no longer able to don the green and white. Um, I don't know that this is necessarily a culture issue. Uh, I think it's a, uh, a, a just a you know a bad apple issue, uh, and I think that um, as a true Spartan, we shouldn't want them on our roster or nor near our program. So that's all. Thank yeah, you. well said, Josh. Appreciate you listening in Midland. All right. Speaking of Michigan State, this is what Mel Tucker had to say earlier. I also have Harbaugh right after uh, Tucker. This was his press conference about five hours ago, uh, a little bit more, maybe around eleven thirty, twelve o'clock in East Lansing about the tunnel and addressing the situation. Thanks, everyone, for being here. Good afternoon. Uh, I wanted to quickly uh, address the events uh, from the weekend in Ann Arbor. I did write down a couple of thoughts, um, so I'd like to share them with you as best I can. First and foremost, uh, Michigan State football is about integrity, discipline, unselfishness, toughness and accountability. The incidents involved a involving a small group of our players do not represent our culture. Second, I made a decision I made a decision to suspend players based upon video evidence that was provided to me and our athletic director yesterday. The suspensions will allow the players to receive academic support and medical services, but they will not be able to attend any any organized team activities, including meetings, uh, practices, weight training, or games. Our entire team will be cooperating with law enforcement and the Big Ten Conference to further evaluate the events in Ann Arbor. These suspensions will remain in place until the investigations are completed. When we have a full report, I will address further actions if needed. We're not here to make any excuses for the behaviors Saturday. They are unacceptable. It's also very important to say we honor the traditions of the Big Ten Conference, including the Michigan State-Michigan rivalry game, and we have a responsibility 
to uphold the values of this great university. We are deeply sorry. We are deeply sorry to both universities, the conference, our fans, alumni, supporters, and of course, all of our student athletes, past and present. Out of the respect for, out of respect for the integrity of the investigation, it would be irresponsible for me to comment further. Uh, we'll have more updates as we learn more. I'm happy to ask, answer any questions about the game uh, or the upcoming game at Illinois. So with that, I'll open it up. This is about your culture, because you said there was a small number, you stressed there, was, there were a small number of people involved, but yet a larger number of kids did nothing to stop it. What does that say about your culture? Yeah, well, the, 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 culture, the culture as we define it is uh, how we live and behave every day, um, and that that's what that's what our culture is and our culture um, you know was not represented in in that way did it upset you that kids didn't try to stop it pardon me did it upset you that kids didn't try to stop it so so you know without going into any further details you know because there's an ongoing investigation you know I'm not going to be um, you know irresponsible and comment further about everything Mel, I'm wondering on the incident, what, who did you hear from and how quickly afterward did you hear about it? Mm -hmm. And I, I guess when you did, from a personal level, when you reviewed the video and everything, what was going through your mind in that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, um, you know, I was, I was one of the last of the, the Spartans to come off the field, and I was... Uh, you know my my you know my uh, responsibility was to try to get our players off the field safely. So um, all the players were were ahead of me, and I I was pulling up the rear, and um, so um, you know went into the locker room, addressed the team, went and did radio, and then before I got with you guys um, at the presser. Um, I was made aware that, that there was an incident, but I didn't have any specifics, um, and so, and I told, and I told, I told you all that at that time, and so um, I was able to gather um, information on Sunday morning and throughout the day um, from, you know, our, um, our athletic director, the Big Ten Conference, and. Um, and like I said, you know, reviewed it and then came to these conclusions. And, um, and now there's an investigation and, you know, we're going to you know, let that play out. And from the personal level, just seeing and kind of feeling as a coach and Yeah, obviously, um, you know, obviously, um, you know, you know, we're sorry for, you know, for, for you know what happened, just like I just I just mentioned, um, and uh, you know, and we're you know we're you know we're moving forward best we can. 
Well, a head coach can't control everything his players do 24-7. How much responsibility do you take for this? Yeah, so um, that, you know, that, that's a great question. And so, um, you know, what, I, what I've done, um, you know, in taking action um, is that's part of my that's part of my responsibility. And so, you know, again, I talk about accountability and things like that. And so, you know, that's what I am. That's what I'm doing. Oh, I'm curious. I know um, the athletic directors have spoken all that. Have you spoken to anyone? Have you spoken to Jim Harbaugh or anything like that since this happened? I have not. Do you intend to? Or I haven't spoken to him yet. What was your message to the team then once, I assume this morning before mm-hmm. practice? What was the message overall to your team? Was it just about the game or did you kind of bring everything into it? We started We started with this and then and then we moved on. You know, we moved on to, to Illinois. And that was Mel Tucker earlier this afternoon. Any sciencing at his weekly press conference talking about the tunnel fiasco. Harbaugh also met with the media like he does each and every week during the season. And he was a little bit more emotional and fired up. Yeah, I'll provide an update. Uh, uh, right now we have an uh, ongoing police investigation. Um, what happened in the tunnel was egregious. Uh, sickening to watch the videos, the ones that are, uh, that are on social media right now. And uh, also the ABC tunnel cam. It's in a, in a um, higher elevation that shows shows much more of, uh, of what took place. Um, as I said, those are, those are uh, sickening to watch. Uh, there needs to be accountability. There needs to be a full, thorough, timely investigation. I can't imagine that these uh, will not, in, um, uh, that they won't, I can't imagine that this will not result in criminal charges. The videos are, uh, are, uh, are bad. And um, it's clear what, what transpired. It seems uh, very, very open and shut. You know, as they say, uh, watch the tape. Um, I'm coming from this from a perspective of, uh, of being a parent. And these young men um, are entrusted to me by their families and to our program. And we have the responsibility to each player uh, to treat them like our own. And I take that responsibility very seriously. Um, An apology will not get the job done in this instance. Uh, There should be serious consequences uh, for the the many individuals that are culpable. And on behalf of the 2022 Michigan football team, um, our players, our coaches, our staff, our university, um, this has been a very traumatic experience. Um, for everybody, especially uh, for uh, Jaden and Jaman, and um, we will support them. We'll support, support, support them, and uh, and their families in every possible way. Um, that's it. Just so you guys know, things that we're not unable, we're unable to comment on. So, with some of these comments, maybe limited, but we'll get started with questions. I know we started on the right here with Larry. Jim, can you give us any sort of health update on those two players? Yeah, they've been uh, they've been they've been checked out. They've got uh, they have injuries. 
was there? Jim, it seems like every year or every other year there's something that happens in this rivalry. Do you think that just generally when it comes to this Michigan-Michigan State rivalry that things have gone too far? No, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't buy any um, excuse that's going to be laid off on the rivalry or the tunnel or uh, any, any other thing that somebody could possibly blame. These are the actions of, of these individuals, and they need to be accountable for them. I'll left, Aaron. Jimmy, talking to the players, do you know what prompted all of this? There were two of our guys walking up a tunnel, and then uh, the, uh, exactly what the video shows from there. The words exchanged? You've been talking to guys? I mean, you guys have to uh, understand there are certain things we have to let the uh, legal process play out, so we don't put a comment on a lot of things. So, Corey? Um, have, since the incident, have you spoken to uh, Coach Mel Tucker? And if, and if not, do you have any plans to just go talk about the incident? No, he has not reached out. Coach, do you think that the uh, coach sets the tone for a team's behavior? <clears throat> I'm not going to make a comment about that, uh, and I'm not going to put it off on any other excuse uh, or place. As I just mentioned, uh where people will try to go, like it's it's something other than the action of these individuals. All right, one go. Jim, I know it's still ongoing, but is are there any other of your players that were hurt or involved, or are we just talking about the, the two that we've seen? Those are the those are the two. Yep. Larry, um, Jim, I asked this. Uh, why were those two players not with the rest of their team separated from Michigan State? Again, try to, uh, they were walking up the tunnel um, exactly how they have each of the last, the last games. Those two players uh, did the same thing. The Penn State game did the same thing. The, uh, you know, the previous games. Um, they, they, they go up the tunnel with the other players. As you guys know, we're going to start moving on to some questions for the next to move on here. But Well, Coach, just one last question about the tunnel. In terms of might there be any changes and might the Big Ten get involved in any of this as it pertains to trouble in the tunnel? You know, again, we've been, we've been doing the – the tunnel's been in existence for nearly 100 years. When it comes to the halftime, uh, there's a there's – a, Specific procedure. The visiting team is closest to the uh, to the tunnel. They exit and go up the tunnel first. Um, Michigan team comes to about half field, just past half field. Uh, forms almost a, uh, a crescent moon. Uh, wait till all the the uh, the visitors and their staff have gone into the tunnel. Once they're into the tunnel, completely into the tunnel, then the Michigan team starts moving into the tunnel. The other team goes up to the tunnel. They turn left, go into their locker room. The Michigan team follows and then goes into, goes into our tunnel. After the game, we've never had any kind of incident. Uh, and that's, and that's, those are the people that are accountable. That, I mean, the video shows, you know, four, five, six on one 
and four, five, six on another, dragging them into a, uh, a Jaden was was pulled into a. Uh, well, you saw it. You're some uh, where the where the media is in that hallway. So, Angelique, Jim, I was wondering the chronology. Was Jaden? There were some reports that Jaden was trying to break up the the incident with with Jamon. Is is that how that transpired? Yeah, though they've given all their statements to the to the police and. Uh, they were walking up the tunnel together. You can see that in the video. Uh, Jamon was was punched, and then yeah, Jaden was trying to help. Uh, and I'll let the investigation uh, proceed from there. And that was Jim Harbaugh earlier at his weekly football presser in the first ten minutes of that about the tunnel incident. I listened to this twice today. And I loved what he said. He didn't condemn Tucker or Michigan State football. He says it's the action of individuals. And how many times do we just group everybody together because of the action of individuals? I, I His leadership, he showed in that, what is it, eight-minute statement and Q&A. I think that's some of the best I've ever heard from Jim Harbaugh, ever. Niners, Stanford, anywhere he's ever been the head coach. That's leadership. And he he didn't pile on Tucker. He didn't pile on Michigan State. He didn't talk about little brother. He didn't go anywhere. He talked about the actions of individuals. And unfortunately, those individuals played for Michigan State because I believe all involved will never put on a Spartan uniform ever again. And the latest video... That Brad Galley from ABC TV 7 out of Detroit posted and I retweeted and shared at Huge Show on Twitter, the Huge Show on Facebook. You now get additional footage that shows other players. State's not going to get out of this by suspending four guys who don't contribute. And I get your three and five. But it looks like there are some starters involved. And if they're not suspended tonight after that video has gone public from ESPN, then you're going to get into some really heavy issues for Tucker and the program. And listening to Mel Tucker, I hear a guy who's real and really let down by what happened. Forget the game. They they were in it for a minute. And then you could see Michigan just take over in the second half like they've done the entire Big Ten season. But this is bigger in football. You're talking about guys getting their faces rearranged with helmets. And if I'm Michigan State, I better look at every video and every guy that was part of that needs to be suspended and kicked off your football team. I don't care if he's a starter, an All-American, a future NFL draft pick, or your leading tackler. He needs to be shown the door. Matt Charbonneau was there in the hallway. He was the first guy I saw tweet about the situation from the Detroit News. He follows Michigan State football. He'll join us next. From Petoskey to Detroit, this show is huge. 
It's time to go in the huddle. One, two, three, top right! DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the National Football League. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today and be sure to use the promo code HUGE for a special offer when you sign up. That's code HUGE, H-U-G-E, only at the DraftKings Sportsbook. A hard-fought battle on homecoming for the Detroit Lions had them fall at Ford Field to the Miami Dolphins 31-27 on Sunday. The Lions honored legendary Hall of Fame running back Barry Sanders with Chris Spielman addressing the crowd at halftime to announce that Barry will get a statue at Ford Field, only fitting for the back who turned defenders into stone all throughout his career. Head coach Dan Campbell spoke about his feeling after the game and just how close this team is to turning the corner. My thought is, is that as frustrating as it is, I know how close we are because we are still talking about one play. And uh, the hard thing is to just uh, keep doing your job, you know, and staying in the thick of the storm. The Lions dropped to 1-6 and six on the season. This Sunday, they'll host NFC divisional rival Green Bay, who was 3-5 this year at 1 o'clock on Fox. Van Andel Institute Purple Community is a grassroots fundraising network powered by the dedicated volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve human health now and in the future. When you raise funds through the Van Andel Institute Purple Community, 100% of the proceeds go directly to the Institute's research into diseases like cancer and Parkinson's, as well as VAI science education programs. Learn how you can get involved at purplecommunity.org. Rock and country music's hardest Hitters join forces. Five Finger Death Punch. Brantley Gilbert. With special guest Corey Marks. November 9th, Van Andel Arena. On sale now with Ticketmaster.com. Five Finger Death Punch's new album, Afterlife. Out now. Five Finger Death Punch and Brantley Gilbert live. Here for the Grand Rapids Gold. They're the Denver Nuggets G League team coached by former NBA All-Star Andre Miller. And they'll be playing their home games in downtown Grand Rapids at Van Andel Arena. And the Gold's home opener in GR will be Thursday night, November 10th. If you need tickets, quick link, follow the Grand Rapids Gold on Twitter, Facebook, or just Google Grand Rapids Gold. Their home opener is on Thursday night, November 10th at Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer as we broadcast from the Auto Value Bumper-to-Bumper Parts Store studio. As expected, a very fast-moving, busy Monday with the tunnel conversation in regards to what happened after Michigan, Michigan State. New video has come out from ESPN that Brad Galley from ABC TV 7 in Detroit posted. I did share it at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. I would assume that Michigan State will have more suspensions tonight. If they don't, and they just ride with backup guys and no names who try and take the fall, then this thing will continue to get uglier. That video is up at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. Now, the first wind I got of this is I 
was leaving the Brands in Cascade where we had our huge watch party with Mike Brand Sr. on Saturday night. I get in my car. I'm debating whether I want to do a Facebook Live, but it's late at night. I'm not going to do it. And all of a sudden on my Twitter feed, I see Matt Charbonneau from the Detroit News who follows Michigan State with some video of a fight. And I could see Michigan State. You see the players' names. And I'm like, what in the hell's going on? So then I, I go look at his timeline, and there it is, uh, the tunnel. And Matt's standing by on the Meyer guest line. How you doing, my friend? Good, Hugh. How's it going? Good. So was, was that video you got from someone else, or was that you standing there? That's me standing there. Uh, you know, it was it was just a, it was kind of by chance because normally I'm not down there as the game ends. I'm finishing up writing and posting something right away. But this was at Michigan and Angelique Singelis, who covers Michigan, was was writing that story. So I had a I was able to go down a few minutes early and just the the interview room for the visiting team is right next to the visiting locker room. So just happened to be in the tunnel as everyone was coming up and. And you saw what happened next, just kind of in that spot right then and grabbed the phone and started recording. So you're watching this. What what are you just thinking, not as a journalist, but just as a person seeing this? I'm shocked. I think you can hear me say on there, what is going on? You know, because it was so outrageous. I was struck by so many things that this was actually happening, that there was one guy, uh, you know, when 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 it hit me that, gosh, there's one guy down there getting thrown down and hit and kicked and all that. I couldn't believe that was happening in front of me. And then I, I, I was struck by how many people were standing around watching, you know, police officers, people working in the tunnel. I didn't know what it, it's like, it's almost like everyone was so shocked it was happening. It took a minute for people to act. And then um, it was, it was mostly chaos, but it was, it was shocking that that's, you know, that's what we were watching. We, we've seen, you know, we know this rivalry is, is what it is, but it's mostly been talk, right? You just, you, you know, you talk big and talk trash, and that's fine. But I, I didn't expect to see it come to this. It, it, it was shocking, to say the least. All right, so the ESPN uh, different angle of it uh, from down towards the Michigan State locker room, was that the same melee you filmed, or was that another altercation? That that one on ESPN was kind of on the other side of the hallway, and I was black. From that, by by the big crowd that was in front of me that I was filming. Matt Charbonneau, I think I know that mobile reception sound. He's at the Breslin. Spartans have a game tomorrow, and he's probably there watching practice just when he's getting ready to deliver where he was on that ESPN video, which is another group that I think should be suspended. You there, Matt? All right, Superfly, why don't you try and call him back? I I had the question laid out. People are driving. They're stopping their car. They're like, I got to hear this. I'm telling you, he's at the Breslin. $100. He just got done because he probably does the Mel Tucker press conference, writes stories, then talks to Izzo, watches practice. That's my guess. Do we got him? We got him back now? now are you at the Breslin, Matt? Actually, no. I'm just in a terrible area. Oh, I thought, oh, well, boom. I, I, I bet Superfly $100 he was at the Breslin. I, they don't have their exhibition until tomorrow. But uh, So take me back now to the new footage. Uh, there's, a, there's a second altercation in that tunnel. 
uh, that there hasn't been a lot of video on. And this is the one I think that really got Harbaugh fired up when we had his press conference. We played the snippet uh, earlier and the same thing with Mel Tucker. But uh, so this second altercation is going on. What after you recorded the first one? Yeah, it's after or maybe simultaneously because it's it's kind of on the other side of the hallway there. And when I'm filming, you I just couldn't see around all the people, you know. So I saw kind of saw that later as well on the other videos. And then seeing that ESPN one, you know, the ones you saw before were a little grainy. This one was a lot clearer, and that's when you understood why Kari Crump was involved in you know included in the players that were suspended because he's clearly the guy swinging his helmet there, which you didn't. You couldn't see on my video, and I didn't see personally because, again, I was behind a bunch of guys and not a lot of room in that tunnel. So th- those videos, that video, certainly the ESPN one, was, gave you a clear view of what happened with that part. I still I, I look at both videos, and I, I see more than four guys that should have been suspended, Matt. That's just my honest opinion. And, again, I can't well, get all the names. I, I look at both videos. I do wonder if there's another wave of suspensions coming for Michigan State tonight or tomorrow. Yeah, that, that's a tougher question. I, I will say that night when a lot of us were watching it, the three names we all picked out were the first three guys that were suspended, which were you know Brown, Young, and Angelo Gross. Those were those to me. Those three were very clear of what they were doing. Were there, now there were other guys around, and you could see other guys just walking by, like what the hell's going on. You could see some guys telling people to get get to the locker room. Other guys were, you know, did they did they push a guy in there, whatever, maybe, maybe there's another angle that shows that. And if that does, you see that I, I noticed Jacoby Windman a lot clearer in this one near the Kari Crump helmet swinging incident. You know, maybe his name comes up now as a guy who's got to sit. So perhaps it does. I don't know. I did hear you say, you know, backups and whatever. I mean, Angelo Gross has started 25 games. Right. Um, Zion, Zion Young started, has started the last two at defensive end. Um, yeah. The other two guys are backups. So I, I don't know if, their playing status really matters at this point, but yeah, you know, especially Jacoby Winman, the starting linebacker at this point, if, if they deem what he did there based on the DSPN video, I, I think he'll get suspended as well, but may, maybe we hear more tonight, maybe tomorrow. We'll see. Yeah. And I was thinking that gross, not really the backups, but uh, not name players that, that might've been more what, yeah. what I was trying to uh, get at. And Winman, I, I do, when I look at the ESPN thing, I'm like, I, I know he may be your, you know, this side of Henderson, your best defensive player. Uh, he, yeah. he he may have to sit with the rest of the group until the investigation is done just to be safe yeah. if you're Michigan State, right? Yeah, and the disappointing thing is we got to talk to him after the game and we asked him what happened and he kind of played it off like, oh, there's, I, I don't know. I don't know what happened. Yeah, so It's disappointing to know he actually were right in the middle of it. So, um, yeah, I, it wouldn't shock me to see his name added to the list here in the next day or so. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, Matt Charbonneau, he was there uh, when it all began, the tunnel. Uh, his two-part series will be a, an epic book. I'll keep you posted on because uh, I, when I immediately saw that, I'm sitting in the lot at the Brands and Cascade after my Michigan Michigan State watch party. Which, to be honest, it was a boring ass game. Um, yeah, <laughs> and uh, you know, kind of like State had a few chances, and then Michigan just decided to kick field goals to keep them in the game and pulled away in the second half, like they have all Big Ten season, but. Uh, when I saw that, it caught me off guard too. Like, wow! I in so much was how many people are in that tunnel? This is what I don't understand. How are there not 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 your security force? How are there not Washtenaw County deputies or state police presence in that tunnel? Two guys or women at every door. 
Yeah, and there are police in that tunnel. There absolutely was. I I was standing next to one who did very little when it was all spilling right into us. I, I don't know. I, 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 obviously, that tunnel is narrow. It's not the grace, greatest setup. You know, not to get into a big debate of whether they should change it, but they should, at the very least, that security and the, and the police should be, I, I don't know, they should should be a little more operational. It seemed everyone was just standing around. So it, it, it was. it's very crowded. If you've been in that tunnel, it's not exactly very wide. And when everyone's coming in off the field, it, it's, it's tight quarters. So I can imagine if tempers are flaring, who knows? I mean, I'm not naive enough to think the Michigan guy's just walking down their mind in his own business. Still, you know, it doesn't justify what what we saw, not by any stretch. But um, it, it's a it's a tough squeeze in there after a game, and with both locker rooms basically across the hall from each other. Well, we, we've seen it, and you saw it get really bad Saturday. Matt, good stuff. I appreciate you joining us. I know you're a busy man. Uh, we'll connect soon. Thanks, dude. Talk to you. All right. Matt Charbonneau from the Detroit News. He follows everything Michigan State sports, and he was there in the tunnel when it all began. Yeah, the the new ESPN video, just like he said, as I mentioned before he went to him, I think there'll be new names added to the list sooner than later. They don't want to take a chance and say they didn't sit this guy because he's a name player. This isn't about football right now. It's about doing the right thing. We do have one final segment straight ahead. From Petoskey to Detroit, this show is huge. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Hi, this is Matt Shepard. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets. It's never been easier to join the action on the new BetMGM app, featuring a fresh redesign with improved features and quicker navigation. If you're planning a trip to Las Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resorts located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards is sports betting premier loyalty program, including exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks when you wager with BetMGM. Sign up with BetMGM or log in today and take advantage of the BetMGM Rewards. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Michigan only. If you think you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive, boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.tv. That's MHSAA.tv. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. Imagine this, a day filled with indulgence, bursting with excitement, and packed with extraordinary moments that build memories to last a lifetime. 
the day that is unmistakably yours. At the place that is undeniably spectacular. Whether you're winning big, dining lavishly, or relaxing oh so comfortably, it's your getaway reimagined at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back live wrapping up a Moneyline Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Right now, everyone can get boosted winnings with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use that code HUGE when you sign up. I just told Superfly from on and off air, the way we handled the story start to finish, uh, one of the best broadcast Superfly has ever produced and that we've delivered across uh, the Michigan Sports Network. Well done. If you missed any of it, all the interviews, all the huge opinions, just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts and catch up if you missed any of today's show. Big. Bad. Huge.